Welcome back, everybody, to the Dom and Colin podcast. It is time to talk some more Challenge All-Stars Season 3. We are up to Episode 4. Two more contestants have left us, and we are going to get into it all. Of course, I am one of your hosts, Matt Ligori, alongside my co-host, Brian Scally. Scally, how are you? Hello, hello. I am good. Glad that neither of us mistakenly watched episode eight, which seemed to have leaked. Uh, Wait, what? He <laughs> didn't know this. Uh, yeah, so uh, good thing we're on the same page talking about episode four of All Stars 4. All episode Stars eight just showed up on Paramount Plus? Apparently, and uh, some people have watched it, so uh, watch out for really? holes. Not like, you know, I mean, for me. It's, you know, it's like challenge spoilers are really hard to come by, so it's a good <laughs> thing that episode came out for people who want spoilers. Exactly. I was, you know, not worried at all about spoilers for the challenge before, but now that the episode leaked, I am terrified. That's insane. That but Yeah. Okay, challenge. well, <laughs> everybody watch out. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, okay, well, we are uh, maybe going to speed through a couple of things here today, uh, looking to keep this one on the shorter side. So either I'm sorry or you're welcome. Um, if you're somebody like me who like already has too many podcasts, it's definitely you're welcome. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. So uh, episode four in the books, uh, just to cut right down to it, we have a new addition in Beth and we have two goodbyes in uh, real, uh, not real world, uh, Road Rules Campus Crawl. They are out yeah wow i did not even put that together they made their exit at the same time but yeah you know as for beth i think we had flagged up that uh she'd be making an appearance didn't know exactly how who she'd be replacing but uh (laughs) it has been quite the interesting entrance for beth i didn't think it would come four episodes in i thought it'd be a little sooner than this yeah i like the segment where she was picking out her room and she was you know in the treehouse looking around at the 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 beds in there and people were like hesitant kayla of course again (laughs) reminded us that she is you know very young and beth is very old um and then ultimately (laughs) that leads us to beth just finding herself in the room of the two people that are about to go home so she now has a room to herself Wow, I love a single, honestly. <laughs> Have you been in a situation where uh, your roommate disappears and you get the single? It's pretty nice. So I think Beth is probably going to enjoy that. Um, I was dying at them, like, trying to suggest that she does not staying in the treehouse. They were like, oh, you would not want to stay on an uh, upper bunk. Like, that sounds horrible. And frankly, they had no railings. I agree. I would roll right off that. So That was definitely, like, a big fear of mine as a child. I mean, I was with the bunk bed situation for a while, mostly because I just wanted to have a bunk bed at some point. Like my brother and I had separate rooms, but the bunk bed was cool. And so the thing was that like during the summertime, it, you know, my parents would be like, Oh, only one air conditioner. So the two of us would be in the same room for the entire summer. Mm. Uh, so I would always be on the top bunk, top bunk, but I definitely had the fear all the time of rolling off the bed. Only one air conditioner. That sounds like many of challenge houses that we've heard about. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you were preparing early. Pretty much. Um, so, yeah, that's the bedroom situation. Beth uh, showing up, of course, in the challenge. Uh, some mixed reactions from people. MJ made Beth out to be like 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 Jordan and Naya are on the show. And it, Beth sounded worse than them, And by the way, that MJ introduced her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Beth has this reputation. People are um, very... Uh, you know what they choose to forgive in terms of on the challenge off the challenge wherever else uh is very uh concerning at times but um beth definitely is making waves already in the preview so uh you know she's gained the reputation for a reason at least yeah and you know we're gonna see the drama that she's going to get into in this episode as she uh you know very 
slightly, you know, nudges the, the Veronica of it all. Like, you know, Beth knows why she's here. She knows she's not here to be the winner of the season. Um, you know, if she can last an episode, great, which, hey, she does uh, by the skin of her teeth there. But uh, she, you know, she's got people within the house, uh, especially this season, uh, some that have already left, unfortunately, for all of us. But at least she has Veronica and maybe other people that she has connections to that, you know, we can kind of draw. Like, she's literally still in homecoming mode from, you know, she just filmed one of those last year. Um, and she's like, oh, there's Veronica. There's somebody I haven't seen in a while. Let's hash this out because it went so well for me every other time <laughs> I've tried to hash things out in the past two years. Well, that's the thing is you want to see them hash out the old drama. And so I was very appreciative. We got another double confessional um, where at first I was like, wow, this is a lot more civil than I thought this was going to be. Um, I thought that like with Beth, hands could be thrown <laughs> in all stars. Like mm -hmm. that's the one person who you don't know what's going to happen still in all stars. But no, it was pretty civil at face value, but definitely lots of like backhanded remarks where it was like oh you're just so funny like and, right. and just you know you're so funny like you say the stupidest things because you're so dumb sometimes <laughs> like you know like people love to laugh at you you're um, just so or, good at the challenge because you're just so manipulative and so awful at you know <laughs> being a person that that's a great skill to have uh, whatever yeah it's, it's yep. very much giving that um and i did really really i love a good impression and not that Veronica did a good Beth impression because it wasn't, but I loved Veronica doing a Beth impression and just seeing how it went for her. Um, <laughs> like, and she fully acknowledged, she was like, I don't think this is very good, but I, <laughs> it works. <laughs> she was like, did I sound like her? Like I'm tone deaf. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Like, of course I wanted to be here. Of course I want to do. I, I was like, uh, I, I don't know who that is. It's not Beth, but it's fine. <laughs> and everyone no, else was like, quite. yeah, no, great. Yay. And that's the thing. I had seen a couple things um, online where even like Sylvia is just like, ugh, like we hate Beth. And it's like, what is your beef? Like, wh whatever happened here? Um, and I don't even remember who, but people like flagged up that uh, Davon Sylvia argument from back in the day where Davon called Sylvia a follower. And we're like, oh, maybe coming true a little bit here. Um, so nice to see like old remarks, you know, mark their uh, pop their heads back up. But interesting to see the house's reaction from people who do know Beth and do not know Beth. Yeah, uh, just to like touch on Sylvia real quick here because she's not going to come up much. I don't think. Um, why is she like every episode is like another thing she's like afraid of. She's having like, like just a very hard time. Like she's being she's very successful so far this season, but I feel like she's afraid of everything. And I'm like, as much as I wanted to give her all this credit in the preseason, being like she's one of the strongest competitors out there. I think she's going to do well. She could have won a season. Uh, she's making me very nervous. This one, this go around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is the growth arc a good thing on the challenge? Are we like overcoming everything to end up winning in the end? Oh, I don't know about that, but I think Sylvia is just you know playful for the cameras. And uh, I would say this was definitely the biggest thing that she had to overcome so far, just almost straight up refusing to go out on that uh, ledge. Yeah. But, you know, it's Sylvia. Yeah, um, but back to the Beth of it all, uh, as much as Veronica doesn't want Beth to be there necessarily, uh, you know, if you asked her if she had the option, she would probably tell Beth to leave, but that's not the case. Um, Kendall uh, is on the opposite page, very excited for Beth's arrival, and, you know, it's just, it, it played out, you know, pretty beautifully in the storytelling of, of Kendall being so excited for Beth to show up, ultimately ending up in Beth being the one to send Kendall home. 
so random. Like I, I would never have paired these two up. I cannot even think of a single scene in like their challenge career. Not that I am, you know, pulling every single one off the top of my head, but like, have they ever even interacted? Let alone the point where Kendall would be excited to see Beth show up. So, um, yeah, a little surprising. I get the point of needing more OGs, but is Kendall really going to do like great social work to recruit Beth either? I'm not so sure. Yeah, I mean, we see that when they're out, you know, at the at the bar that night of like, uh, Kendall definitely trying to be like, oh, it's so great that you're here, you know, like we we really need more numbers to go against them, and you know, Nia's gonna acknowledge later on, like, you know, it's great that you know there's people that maybe could work together outside of the treehouse, but we are not even slightly cohesive, so that's not gonna happen. Meanwhile, you know, you have Kendall, who's one of the more, and I'm, I'm just, I don't know, this is like brutal honesty, like like uh, awkward uh, social players in yes. the house, uh, just you know, trying, trying something with Beth. It's just not going anywhere. It's also Beth. It's not like you're picking, uh, picking up a strong new player coming into the house and no offense, but it's just, you know, you're not going to get very far, especially when they are putting you against each other in elimination and you get sent home by Beth. Well, that's exactly what it is, is like, uh, Kendall is like, finally someone outside of the Treehouse alliance. So it's like, uh, you realize that first of all, Beth is, probably not winning her way into the authority anytime soon. So don't expect her to be holding a ton of power. And then second of all, like Naya has been there. John has been there. <laughs> Many other people have been outside of this Alliance that you don't seem to have put a ton of work in, at least on the show. So uh, maybe we could organize some of the people that already exist and are actually threats to be winning these daily challenges. Yeah. Um, I just can't get Like if, if, we sat here on, on a preseason podcast and, you know, um, maybe there was like a spoiler that leaked or a leaked preview or something of Beth and Kendall going against each other in elimination. Just imagine, like, finding <laughs> out back then that the outcome would be that Kendall, who many people are considering a strong player, I'm getting crazy looks because of picking her in a must-lose draft, and Beth, who was Beth, and probably would have ultimately gone in, like, the first four picks of that kind of draft. Uh, no, Beth, Beth is going to win that one. Yeah, I mean... I did not see it coming. Even when they're flagging it up like, oh, it's really about the weight advantage. I was like, all right, maybe for Durrell, Durrell will ultimately be able to overpower Jordan because of the weight advantage. But like, I just think Kendall is just, you know, one of the stronger women in this cast, has a better strategy when it comes to more athletic things that I think Beth may not pick up on quite as quickly. And then before you know it, it's over. And I feel like we almost got there, but not quite. Kendall almost ended up being overpowered by Beth in the end. Yeah, um, and just, you know, the, to wrap up the story of Kendall, it really really isn't a whole lot of story. It's just that she was on the outs of the treehouse, uh, didn't seem to have the biggest, you know, the, the, a whole lot of pull, despite the fact that she's been on all three seasons with a lot of these people, um, kind of ruined one of the relationships she might have had along the way with the MJ and John A of it all, you know, kind of making John A upset with her, and then just being outside of the treehouse. It just didn't seem like there was really a whole lot of game here for her to play. Um, crushing to hear that her daughter's favorite challenger is Kayla, the one person who is, you know, adamantly <laughs> trying to take her out. That's tough to, to hear uh, for, for Kendall, but yeah, I don't know. That's just this. That's, that's her story here. I mean, do we get a 4.0 and does anything change there? 
So for Kendall, I know Kendall actually does have some health things going on outside yes. of the challenge. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know, uh, it's she has not made it explicitly clear what is going on, but I think it's been going on a little longer than like just this season. So I don't know that it's something that would preclude her from coming back necessarily. But like she has shaved her head and um, she's like you know still going to events. So Kendall seems like good. You know, it's just that now that I know that there are health stuff going on, I don't know if she'll prioritize the challenge in a different way when it really doesn't seem to be uh, working out for her. It's just odd because out of anyone you would think like Kendall watched the most of the challenge. Sure, she hasn't been on it in so long, but she like knows what the game has become by watching mm -hmm. it every single season. But for some reason, she gets there and imagine she's on a different show than the one that she's been watching for the past 20 years. So I don't know what a Kendall 4.0 looks like. I'm pretty sure it looks exactly uh, like what we've seen already. And yeah. I don't think that's super successful, but I don't know. Do you think that we ultimately are going to see it? I think it's very possible. I think the pool of all stars is not that it's like not that it's like a small pool, but it's not as big of a pool as, you know, the regular challenge right now because they can pull people from literally anywhere in the entire world on any given show. All stars they're still pulling from a relatively, you know, uh, it, it is a much smaller pool than than the main show, so I feel like it's entirely possible that her uh, that that she's back on season four, season five. Like I, I don't know, they obviously you know see something in her that, and I I see it too. I mean, I think she's a compelling television character, just not a strong strong player in 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 these kind of games. It's just unfortunately the reality for her. Um, I do think she could benefit from a season or two off if they continue to do these all star challenges and um, maybe take some time. And and, and this is all you know outside of. Uh, the you know the physical stuff or, or the the whatever whatever mm -hmm. it is that she's going through uh, right now, um, of course sending the best wishes to her for all of that. But um, I, I, like as far as the game goes, I definitely think she could benefit from some time off, kind of like catch her breath a little bit and uh, see you know <laughs> if maybe the future could uh, change some things. I don't know. Yeah, I just think that ultimately so many people on All-Stars do get along really well. Uh, I mean, you can see that the whole men's side was really like all of the men against ES, kind of turning into all of the men against MJ, it seems. Um, but there's so few people that are antagonists to the main group, and I think Kendall is that, so that raises her stock quite a bit. Um, but, uh, you know, if Kendall can learn to play a social game, not get, um, you know, a little sanctimonious like she has in the past, then I think Kendall can be a deadly player. But I am a little worried about that actually being a possibility. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the other person who is heading out here. Uh, that is Darrell, who we get a little bit of him throughout the episode here talking about, you know, kind of where he's at in the game. And of course, ultimately ends up being, be uh, we're getting all of that content because he's going to head out here. Um, a very early episode exit for Darrell, which is pretty unprecedented for him. Um, it just kind of felt to me like like uh, maybe a little bit of accommodation. I mean, if, for, first of all, he blamed his like family back home for the fact that he like, <laughs> like lost the challenge. I, swear. I mean, not really, but like he was like, so, you know, my head wasn't really in, I didn't really want to be here, but like my kids and my wife told me to come anyway. So I'm here. And then I sucked. Um, not exactly what he said, but that's kind of what it felt like. Um, so yeah, again, we just kind of get a story al along the way of just, he has so many friends here. He doesn't, uh, all of a sudden he can't do the challenge snowballs into an elimination against a strong competitor, which questionable decision about who he wants to go against and here we are he's out it's always interesting to me where like 
Darrell and Beth have been on many challenges, many All-Stars challenges at this point. So they've done height challenges recently and not pulled themselves. I don't think this one seemed like anything more intense or less intense uh, necessarily, maybe less, but then like the past ones that they've done. So it's always interesting to me when someone then decides like, well, this is the one day that I can't do it and I'm going to pull it. I know that fears are real. It's just not something like a fear of heights is not something that I can relate to. So it is uh, interesting to me that they both would decide to do that, especially Darrell, who I feel like you just you have a legitimate chance at the end. So I don't know. So I'm, so you would do this challenge? Yeah. I say I don't have a fear of heights and then I get up high and then my legs start to tremble. Um, and, you know, if we're inside, you know, there's like this place in the city that I haven't even been to, but I've seen pictures of, of just, you know, there's like, the, you know, I'm talking about like the, the deck where yep. you can like walk, you know, over. And they have them like a lot of cities, but um, like one of those, like I would probably be able to do that just fine. And like maybe I would like shake a little bit, but I would be fine knowing that I'm going to probably drop. That would that would that would make me shake enough to the point where I don't know if I would do it or not. I mean, a lot of money on the line, power in a game like this, maybe. Um, but I understand Darrell and Beth's hesitancy to not do it. Um, so yeah, he ends up not being able to do that. And again, his decision to apparently want to face Jordan because he doesn't think that he would be able to beat Jordan in the uh. final. It's like, yeah, no, I get that, but is that you're doing? Is that what you really want to undertake? This guy is a monster. Yeah, I mean, first, a math challenge, probably one of the only challenges I'm winning on the challenge when I'm against this group, so <laughs> gotta take my shot where I can. But second of all, I agree. Like, yes, you theoretically want Jordan to go into eliminations. You don't want to be the one going against him. So, uh, Darrell, I know that you are one of the more capable people in the house, but like, let's put the second most capable person against Jordan if it means that you have uh, no risk of going home, maybe? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a mistake, ultimately. And I mean, unfortunate for Darrell the way that it ends, not only because he loses, but he seems to, you know, get injured relatively badly on the way out. Uh, I don't know what popped or what snapped or, or what, but. I didn't see anything about it being a long-term injury. Like, uh, your muscles can just completely freeze up. Yeah. Uh, he is just completely exhausted after, what was it, like almost an hour of just like fully extending where Jordan is like you know adjusting himself in the um like cylinder he is moving around he's stretching he's constantly moving whereas Durrell is sitting in one position flexing his legs for the entire time like that's going to be a lot more strenuous and uh like on specific muscle groups for that entire time yeah. so uh i think that he ultimately like Darrell could have won this if he played it correctly and just kind of went with the strategy of like, all right, let Jordan tire himself out and then I'll get an easier win later. But like you already have the size advantage. Maybe let's power through it rather than uh, like trying to tire out someone who's in an advantage you don't need necessarily. Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of thing like I, I feel like I've said this one time in my life, literally one time in my life that I would love to see like, a Tony in Survivor go up against a Boston Rob at like in All Stars, like in in Boston Rob's prime kind of thing. Um, I would love to see like Jordan, even now. I mean, he's still in his prime; he's still killing it. Um, unfortunately, uh, go up against <laughs> Darrell. You know, fifteen years ago, back when he had won the four. Was it fifteen years ago? Am I aging him too much? Um, the four back to back to back. You know, there. So I I feel like that could have been uh, something that maybe a little bit more that that I wouldn't necessarily feel like going in this is probably jordan's to lose um but at the end of the day it's hard to bet against jordan in, in a game like and mark was going to bet against him he's like i think didn't right he said that he thinks Darrell was winning that 
But. Yeah, I think that he Mark is uh, first, uh, first and foremost. I almost would say even probably overwinning. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> a producer on the show. He is. Uh, I mean, he's what he used to be to the main show and what Bananas ended up being. But yeah. he, you know, cares more about like giving good TV than being right. I think that that is probably a good strategy on most people's, uh, whether they're making TV or podcast or any other content. Uh, you know, have it be entertaining rather than worrying about if you're. Uh, 100% correct all the time, Mark. So sure. I think that, you know, like they're filming these confessionals after they already know the results. Yeah. So where he's saying, like, I really thought it would be Darrell. And Beth. and so, like, he got the Beth one right. He gets the Darrell one wrong. And, like, it's a better TV product rather than being like, you know, I'm pretty sure Jordan is somehow going to overcome this. And yeah. oh, what do you know? It's correct every time. Yep. Um, as far as Darrell 4.0, as far as All-Stars go, he'll be back. I mean, and I see no reason why not to. He's always a consistent presence here. And I I mean, it's it's not like I'm like the most excited from him being there back to back. But like, he's just such a consistent presence on the show that it's like I would almost feel weird if he wasn't there. Yeah, I love Darrell. Um, I understand when you put the context of All-Stars 3 filming like six weeks after All-Stars 2 finished. And Darrell was like right up until the end. He was there um, like consistently through. So not the longest layoff for him. Uh, I think All-Stars 4 is going to be filming probably uh, much <laughs> Uh, much more of a layoff, much more of a longer layoff, whatever, um, for All-Stars 4 than for All-Stars 3, ultimately. So hopefully he'll have his head back in the game. I just yeah. agree that he wasn't in it. It was too soon for him. And uh, unfortunately, that's what, that's what came. Yeah, not even close. I mean, like, the this this season filmed i mean i don't even know like november maybe it wrapped up or something like that um the next se- like they're about to start filming 38 which means that we're 2 months away from even when all stars could start so that's you know going to be a full more than half a year uh break here for all these all stars so that'll be very helpful for someone like Darrell or Kendall if she's there so that's that um mm-hmm. we have to talk about on the flip side uh somebody who's not Darrell somebody who beat Darrell somebody whose name is Jordan we have to talk about it um they finally are addressing it on the show and I wish that they weren't because I just don't care, but Jordan and Naya. Um, I wish I could say I didn't care. <laughs> like I, I, I don't like, I don't want to um, spend like, I, I wish it was not on the show, but they're going to be here. Like I'm going to speculate. Unfortunately, um, I, everyone else I feel like is saying the same thing. I don't think this was the first time they hooked up. Right. No, I mean, the way that they, ex- you know, explain it, they're like, oh, there's a sexual chemistry, it's been there, and, and Jordan's like, yeah, and it's probably been acted on, you know, here or there, who knows where. <laughs> hmm So, I feel like this had to have happened before uh, we are just seeing it, like, rekindle. I feel like, I'm trying to think of a specific example, but I'm blanking off the top of my head where... Um, All-Stars, I feel like, has done this before, where something that happened, like, pretty recently before the show gets uh, talked about as if it's, like, just starting to happen or just happened. Um, so, and I don't think this is the first time that the storyline was just a little bit stretched, but uh, Jordan and Naya, yeah, it was, huh. Yeah, 
yeah huh. congratulations you two like <laughs> what else what else do i have to say about it i mean uh it's you know that's what the challenge is to to see these kind of stories evolve and you know tori uh has gone on i'm thinking back to the jordan and tori of it all you know the the engagement live uh, after this elimination took place and uh tori has gone on to kind of write her own path and write, you know write her new story post jordan and now jordan's doing the same and you know that's just what the show is it follows people's lives as they play out and everybody grows and everybody starts to do different things and and whatever so this is just where jordan's at and there's really not much to it i think besides that besides them telling us where they are so um that's all i have it's so wild they already feel so separate that when recently someone said like jordan and tori and i was like that's not i don't know that was right Who is that? <laughs> like <laughs> that's like not a thing I, I just was like no it was someone else no it was tori um <laughs> it's just weird like i just don't see it um i don't I wasn't really a big fan at the time um of the dynamic and uh i feel like it has not aged the best either so um yeah i don't get it i don't i'm curious to see because i feel like there was so much i guess we won't see it because jemmy was just like <laughs> selling on patreon like the story of jordan and tori like hear what jordan told me in the house now that jemmy's gone i guess maybe we won't get that story featured as heavily because they thought that uh the talk online was that it definitely was going to be explored um i'm sitting here currently thinking about a bunch of different relationships that fall into the jordan and tori <laughs> category um because I, my mind went to Brad and Brittany because I was about to yep. talk about Bradson. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm literally looking at the cast list right now, thinking of like, you know, past relationships that like just, uh, Wes and Kellyanne was one that yep. has been talked about on the show. Um, who else we have? Uh, there's just <laughs> like there's all so of the, many. I mean, I don't know why this one popped in my head, but Car, Maria and Kyle was like a thing for five minutes. And obviously mm-hmm. she's done with, like, Zach and John a, like it's great. Like we, this could be like a fun like party game. Like just name mm-hmm. all of these old couples uh, that do not uh, that are not together anymore. Um, that'll be uh, we'll save that for another podcast on another day. It would um, be impossible. <laughs> like the I've seen videos where it's just like, oh, here's like the hookup chart of the challenge, and it's just addressing things that are like on screen, mm-hmm. and it is just like the messiest web. You only have ten people, and there are seventy five branches. Yeah. So like, <laughs> once you start getting any bigger than that, it's completely impossible. And they're all getting paid for all this. So you know what? Again, they do never never tell these people to to get a real job because they have one. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're fine. Good. For uh, that. So let's um, get into some other people aside from all of those that we've talked about so far, which we kind of can jump into the challenge here because we're going to hit on uh, some people uh, such as Brad and Kayla are back to back winners, right? Uh, of, I think of this, this is a this maybe their third win each. I, I know for Kayla it is. It is Kayla's but... third. I don't know a hundred percent about Brad. I mean, I can look. I'm on the. I'm I on think the it's Brad. Page. I think he said that it was a hat trick. So um, yes, for the both he... of them. He won the uh, this pa- the past two, but he was in the uh, the 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 what's it called authority in the in the one before. Oh no no in no the one before. Okay, or maybe I don't know. There's a chart here. It says the uh, the contestant was placed in the top three for the challenge and was part of the authority. Okay, so yeah, he was in the authority in episode two, um, one in three and four. Kayla 
it's probably the same thing, right? Yeah, Kayla's. The I think Kayla thing. won all, all three overall, but no, I the could be wrong. no Kendall won the second, uh, episode two. Oh, so they've okay, been in the okay. authority ba- uh, three times now. Um, have personally won the past two each. Um, yeah. Which we start off, you know, we see some chatter about who's going to use the sabotages and whatnot. Kayla ultimately uses hers on Kelly on Kellyanne, right? Not Kendall, or no? Ke- was it on Ken? It was on Kendall. Um, Kayla used it on Kendall. <laughs> Brad used it on MJ. Yeah, MJ's like, now that they've used one on me, I'm just so sure it's going to keep happening and keep happening. Uh, It's really weird considering that MJ seemed like a pretty firm part of Brad's alliance last season. Um, I know some of like the marks and like Derek went out early. So like some of the pieces were not here. But for MJ to so quickly find himself uh, all the way on the outs is surprising. Yeah, he's got all these better options now, uh, Bra- that being Brad. Um, he's got, you know, Wes is here and he's got Mark is back and just, I don't know, other other people that he can uh, link up with. And, and it seems like he's put MJ out of his sights as far as an alliance mate goes. And now he's going to throw the sabotage on him and he's just really going to, uh, you know, he was upset with the way that last week went, blah, blah, blah. So that's what brad has in mind and brad's proving yeah. himself to be a strong force in this game so i mean uh look out mj i guess it's weird because um i didn't think that like mj didn't get a lot of screen time last season yeah uh and so i think i forgot about why i don't like love mj uh <laughs> so for some reason like you know i love petty i love petty so much it doesn't work on mj <laughs> like he is just getting like very uh, annoyed and just like promising payback that i'm not sure that he's going to deliver on and for whatever reason like the threats don't feel like uh, legitimate or they just feel awkward so uh i don't know why mj is yeah, is not a fun character for me in the confessionals and maybe that's why we didn't see so much of him last season yeah um, I fully can agree with that. I mean, he tries and I feel like he's not the worst that I've ever seen in there, no. but he's not, he's not, you know, anything too special in there. Like out of the, the MJ John a duo, you know, John has got the, the magic in the confessional where she can charm you a little bit and still tell you about her strategy. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's what I'm looking for. So, yeah, I think it's that like, I enjoy petty when it is, like oh like you think you got one over on me like come look whereas mj seems like legitimately annoyed and yeah. so he's looking for payback <laughs> like it's like all right calm down bud which he was with kendall yeah so um and he probably is with brad too um <laughs> and uh, i mean as far as the challenge goes the challenge is uh the heights challenge you know they're uh, hanging over a building there's a math equation involved involved the person who gets their math equation right first will drop the other two people uh in the order that they would like to which is pretty much mostly going to come into play for the first round because that's just the way that this challenge is structured uh the first person that would have been dropped would have been the person who goes into elimination but of course we had people who backed out from doing the challenge that go into elimination instead um so the winners that we end up getting from this are uh of course brad and kayla who finished first overall we also have mark and we have veronica we have john a and we have mj mm-hmm. so the one thing with this challenge is <laughs> kayla has a strategy where she just turns one block at a time and just check turn check turn check and uh, I was very confused when I see her lock in like 54 minus uh, like 11 equals two or something. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is she doing? Um, but there seemed to be no penalty for locking in yeah. wrong answers. Like, should we have like you lock in a wrong answer and you're dropped so that like, you know, being too eager could get you thrown in first if you ultimately lock in like 
too early and end up being the first one to drop there or like a time penalty like if you um if you lock in incorrectly then you have to wait a minute before you can start turning the blocks again or i feel like there was some rule missing here i don't know to kayla's credit it seems like that wasn't a rule there was there was there was no yeah like there was no kind of anything uh, against it and uh you know she points uh, kayla's been pointing out anytime that she makes any kind of smart decision so she pointed out you know she's like i knew how to pick my team uh put kellyanne (laughs) with us and you know we see kellyanne gives her the credit here being like smart she she you know she saw the rules of the challenge it's like you see like she i don't know she's played with bananas a couple times this feels like out of a bananas page uh playbook of just being like so what can I, what, you know, what can or what can't I do uh, to be sneaky in, in helping me win this challenge from almost from like, like from a production standpoint, not just from doing the challenge itself. And if just checking it every time you turn a block is allowed, then you do that and you win and she won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think it would be the fastest strategy, but you know what? Good for her. It worked out. I would say we're almost halfway through the season, I would assume. Uh Given like just how much we're seeing of Kayla, like how the position she has in the game, would you throw her as the like leader in the clubhouse? Is she the most likely to win this season, or where are you thinking? Well, as we always say, you know, challenge edits are impossible to yep. read. She's definitely getting a strong player edit, if that's you know whatever you would mm-hmm. call that, as if somebody that I would expect to be around uh, closer towards the end of the season. Uh, once you get to the final, everything is a different story. You know, it's it's yeah. you know she she. Could could have some kind of you know this this edit could be leading her uh, to getting there and you know then it's maybe hers to lose hers to win um, but no I definitely don't expect her I mean cut ahead to her going home next week um, I, I don't <laughs> expect and hope that she is uh, going to you know that she doesn't go home anytime soon yeah I think she's around for a while at least I started thinking about it I was like is this Kayla's like best chance to win a challenge ever um, I think she got did get pretty close on was it Vendetta's. Um, yeah, she came so third or exactly. So I think that Kayla, you know, it has done better than sometimes maybe she gets credit for. Yeah. But I think that she actually stands a pretty good chance of being the winner here, which I think a lot of people did not give her uh, the most credit for. Well, I don't know if you know this, but Kayla is very young and everybody else is very old. <laughs> uh, I have heard that somewhere. Yeah. Like she would probably come up to you and be like, wow, you're like a hundred years old, even though you're like (laughs) the youngest person alive. Yeah. I'm younger than Kayla. How dare she? Yeah. But like she would still insist that she's younger. Yeah. Kayla walks up to like literal babies. She's Mm -hmm. like, ugh, (laughs) you were so old. (laughs) What was it like back when you were born in the 2022? Okay. Uh, Dropping that. Uh, (laughs) Which is an energy I can appreciate. Yeah. Um, Okay, so there's that. Uh, by the way, quick uh, quiz for you. There are three people. I'm looking at the, uh, the the chart with all the colors on it. There are three people who have not, who are still in the game, who have not been in any kind of power yet. Name them. Ooh. Um. Huh. Has Kellyanne been in the top yet? She has in the first episode. All right. All right. How about? This is tough. This is really tough. Well, because you're not looking at like a list of people. No, Ronnie has not. So there's one. There's the yeah, I'm not looking at a list of people. So that is uh, definitely contributing to this. Two more. Has Nehemiah? Nope, he is not. There's two. And eh, one more. Well, okay. Not, eh. um, ding ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think. And has Maya? 
Uh, correct. Naya is the third. Actually, I'm sorry. The answer is, oh, well, there's actually four because I wasn't counting Beth, um, who is, of course, brand new to the game, of course, has not been in power yet. So technically four. But yeah, Beth, Nehemiah, uh, Naya and Ronnie are the only four who have not yet seen any kind of power that are still remaining in the game. Uh, Darrell had not but he's out now. Even Kendall had had a win. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, that's, you know, that's what the authorities doing here. It's getting more people in the mix, in the conversation. Uh, you know, in this episode's authority, we had, you know, uh, the MJ versus Mark underneath it all and uh, not Mark, uh, MJ versus Brad underneath it all. We had, uh, just, you know, nice to have a differing opinions going into that. Yeah. I do like that. Most people are getting their shot. I'm curious to see what, Naya, Nehemiah, and Ronnie all, frankly, would do with some powers. So uh, hopefully they can, you know, win something there, even if I may not be rooting for every single one of them personally. Um, But I'm curious to see how they would wield that power. Right. So um, looking at my notes here, uh, I had a note in uh, the challenge about uh, the fact that they played Britney Spears' three uh, while... It was Brad West and Nehemiah. I was like, very interesting spot uh, for that song. I mean, the song is called Three, and sure, there was three people up there, but it, yeah, it's not. I'm uh, sure uh, many people would be thrilled <laughs> with the implication. Maybe. <laughs> a lot of exclusive content going on. Maybe. I don't know. No, don't Brad's got to shave. But yeah, that's, that's where we're drawing the line. All right. Enough of that. Um,. <laughs> So what else do I have? Do you anything flagging up uh, in your notes that we have not uh, touched on? Not that we're done done, but like uh, I'm looking for for more content here. Um, some intro package, not intro packages, but like personal content pack- packages were going on uh, in the challenge. Naya got one about how she's uh, a flight attendant, kind of where she. I mean, her and Jordan both got one uh, in that spot. So we already talked about them, but uh, they're you know still doing those four episodes in. Yeah, um, I think those are good. I enjoy them. I definitely like seeing uh, more of what people's lives are like outside of the challenge. Yeah, those were good. Well, the only thing is, so obviously we know that Darrell and Beth ended up going straight in because they decided not to compete. Uh, It seems like the people who otherwise would have been thrown in were Wes and Mm -hmm. Kellyanne. I'm assuming you're going to say no, but would you have rather those two have gone directly in? Do you think we might have gotten more interesting matchups from that or Kellyanne? So, I mean, I just have to be, I guess, kind of results oriented, knowing what the elimination is. Kellyanne Mm -hmm. versus Beth in that. I think, I think Kellyanne puts up more of a fight. I think Kendall definitely gets voted in there. Wait, what? I think Kendall definitely gets voted in instead of if Beth was not. I don't think Beth gets voted in. Beth? I'm saying if. Wait, what are you saying? So if like let's say Kellyanne and Wes had gone straight in, rather oh, than you know what I mean, because they, they were the they two. were like the other votes, the other no, no, options no, 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 to no. be voted in. Okay, they were the Oops. ones that had people not quit. They would have gone straight uh, in. I misunderstood. Instead of Beth and Darrell. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so then. So what was the question? <laughs> so do you think well, that leads ultimately to more interesting matchups? Would you have rather seen like Kellyanne and Wes be tested than, um, uh, you know? I, I Hard to say because I feel like there's a whole lot going on with Wes right now of like all these people that are like, you know, scheming around him and with him and whatnot. And I mean, I wouldn't have wanted Wes to go home here because I feel like there's more of that story to play out. But also would he have gone home? Would it have still been, it probably still would have been Jordan that goes into elimination because, uh, Mark was like, you know, hungry to get him in there. Wes versus Jordan. I think Jordan sends Wes home. Uh, so 
I don't think I would have preferred that. And then Kellyanne would have gone in, right? So yeah, probably Kellyanne versus Kendall. I assume it ends up being. And Kellyanne would have beat Kendall there. So you know, probably, same result yeah. probably on that end of things. Um, I'm 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 fine with where we are. <laughs> yeah, I think I thought so ultimately. Um, yeah, I don't think West is that much bigger than Jordan, if at all. So. I do agree that Jordan probably wins there. And uh, I think Kellyanne versus Kendall is a more interesting matchup, maybe just like for the TV product. But at the same time, it might be a lot of like, oh, those evil women are throwing us in. How dare they? So maybe we didn't need that on the show. Yeah. And we had enough of it. (laughs) Any like, I guess, thoughts about the elimination overall of uh, I mean, it's not like a crazy new concept, but. Um, So when I first saw it, I actually really liked it i thought that it was an interesting twist on basic like a very basic concept that we get versions of all of the time uh but as soon as it was pointed out that like it is going to be extremely difficult to come overcome any like big weight disparity uh i was a little bit less of a fan of it if there was a way that we could uh you know fix that great because i think it looks awesome but uh, i don't want something that is so disqualifying in the first like one second yeah yeah um so i don't know i have nothing else uh for this week's episode again we were trying to keep this on the shorter side just for both of our scheduling sakes um anything else on all stars three there's i have like two other things to touch on outside of all stars uh i am nervous for the beth preview but otherwise i am uh good to go past all stars well you don't even watch previews so i don't know well i did this time i don't know (laughs) why you would do that to yourself and give us more (laughs) to talk about on a quicker episode recap well that's fine we can save it all (laughs) (laughs) all right so more to come on all that and uh, hopefully you know uh, maybe our maybe our schedules will get sorted out one of these days and we can you know find a a great consistent time to record but until then um you know that's it for the all-stars three of the week um and and nobody we don't we literally never ask people like oh do you have any questions for us but like if you guys have any like questions or topics that you want us to talk about feel free like tweet dm whatever between when the episode comes out and maybe like the 24 hours after that well don't right away because then we haven't potentially watched it right away maybe like you know i watch it i watch it on the day that it comes out so maybe like the day after so do i I yeah you know you can send them in when you think is appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Don't spoil me, though. So, yeah, but... give us like 12 hours. Um, <laughs> usually watch it by then. Okay, so real quick, uh, congratulations to Bailey and Swaggy. Oh, yeah, that was um, surprising. Not in that they were pregnant, but that they are like eight and a half months along. Yes. Um, so... And, of course, understand the reasoning that they waited so long to announce it, that, you know, there's been complications mm-hmm. in the past and whatnot, and just they decided that they were going to wait to tell people. So uh, congratulations to the two of them, uh, to. Uh, on their uh, birth, uh, not birth announcement, uh, yet uh, pregnancy announcement. So that is uh, awesome news there. Um, and then um, the Challenge 38 again, which is starting to film soon, added a bunch of names of people that I don't totally know. There is one that we do totally know. There's First, let me talk about the uh, the the people who are, have been taken off of the cast. Um, Emmy and Emmanuel will not be there. Yeah, so this one was surprising. It seems to have been set online that they were taken off because of her X Factor performance, with which, uh, if anyone does not remember, we talked about last season that Emmy had, I believe we did, right? We had an X Factor performance yep. in which she uh, definitely used the N word. So that was bad. Uh, obviously, very bad. Um, and so. 
unfortunately, we never saw her address it. We never saw anything made of it. Uh, so I really thought we were just, unfortunately, as far as the show goes, ignoring this. And no, the show has decided that they are, at least for a season, not calling them back here, which I was very surprised about. Yeah, and I was especially surprised because it sounded like they made it farther than they should have if they were going to make a decision like this. At the airport. Yeah, that's very <laughs> weird. Um, very, very weird. Which... Um, but Apparently they did the same to Christmas for the CBS challenge. They cut her in front of the entire cast. As they should. So. Yeah, I mean, that one was, like, both deserved. I'm fine with that. But it's just so wild to me because, um, like, you have, you first of all, wait until this minute to make the decision. You invested so much in Emmy specifically, but and Emmanuel. So, like, we're getting almost no other rookies from that cast. Yeah. And we cut them. And again, I am agreeing with the decision not to have Emmy here, like for it not to have been addressed, no apology, no t- nothing. Um, like it, even with the apology is probably still going to be a no um, for most people. So I like agree with the decision. But when you then compare that to them having Jordan, having Naya, having other people that are on this, like these casting, like Johnny Bananas is coming back and Johnny Bananas has done things uh, as well as many others or Olivia from Love Island. Like, I understand that she just never acknowledged that that TikTok account was hers, but there were racist, transphobic, homophobic things liked on that profile. So, uh, yeah, not thrilled that some of these other people are not also getting the boot. Right. And the bigger news uh, for you and for the world is that a fan favorite is returning, despite maybe some speculation that that might not have been the case. Corey Lay is back uh, and will be <laughs> on the cast of the Challenge 38. <laughs> you did get me there. Um, <laughs> I like Corey. I've seen things that he may be an alternate, um, which like some of the names in this list ultimately are going to be alternates. Uh, I don't think that people have figured out exactly who his partner is. And that's why people are like thinking that he will be, I don't have confirmation on that either way, but um, like, I like Corey fine. Okay. Um, And the other big news (laughs) that your boy's back, Uh, your boy, our boy, the world's boy uh, turbo is potentially back. Can we, should we hold off on getting crazy excited? Because, too late. <laughs> Anything could happen. <laughs> no, no. Too you late. You really want to set yourself up in the position to be let down I if it have changes. Been set up. Okay. <laughs> His name. It was like uh, the, the casting list. Literally was like everyone from the last three seasons is in contention. I was like Turbo. <laughs> like his name had not been narrowed down at all to even give me the slightest reason to think that he may be on. And I was already getting excited. So once you tell me that he's at the airport, like I am elated. I am so excited. Uh, my favorite challenger in like many years, <laughs> I would say, if not uh, ever at this point, could be coming back. Uh, no, I'm celebrating. Sorry. All right. You do that. I will hold off on the big celebrations until, you know, again, we absolutely know that he's there, which I mean, not to say that there's any reason to think that he's not. But like, I don't know. I just I get nervous. So um, that is a possibility. If it is the case, of course, lots of excitement abound for that. Um, but. Other than that, we'll continue to keep you guys updated with any major news that comes in and out of uh, that world. And that's all that I have until next week when we get back together for some more All-Stars coverage. Uh, of course, follow me on Twitter at Matt Ligori. I'm not doing a whole lot besides tweeting these days and doing this podcast. Scally at Brian underscore Scally. Any, uh, anything else going on? 
Um, what did I do recently? I did do BoJack Horsepod. Got to discuss uh, season six, episode nine of BoJack Horsepod, which uh, was, by my requirement, not too big of a downer. Um, you know, late season BoJack is uh, heavy, but got yeah. to sneak in there with not the heaviest of episodes, uh, even though there was still some to be discussed. But always a lot of fun over on BoJack Horsepod and then anything else I'm doing over on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. Well, there you go. So thank you guys for checking out this episode a little shorter this week, but we will be back uh, with our regularly scheduled coverage uh, going forward. So thank you guys for checking this one out uh of course on twitter let us know uh any feedback or any thoughts or anything at all um and we'll see you guys next week take care everybody